This is Life Origami. My name's Greg Dixon. I'm a co-founder with my wife Amethyst Dixon in the Life Origami Corporation. This is Season 2, Episode 7. And this is... This could be a little bit of a longer podcast today. Today I want to talk about narcissism. And... I'm going to share some research that Amy has done, writing that Amy has done, and some of my own thoughts and commentary and observations around narcissistic behavior. And one of the key things I want to talk about today is that one of the key narcissistic traits is that a narcissist will avoid responsibility and accountability at all costs. It's just a trait. They, they avoid accountability and responsibility. They're masters at turning the tables around. Uh, they'll, they'll try to they'll, they'll work at um, having you question, re-examine yourself and doubt yourself and actually even question reality about what actually happened. Because even though they may have just said something, they'll deny that they just said it. Because you see, in my experience, they don't pursue the truth because in their world, the way they see it, they are the truth. Yeah, I get that's the great thing about living at the lake is guys with their motorcycles and their mufflers. Sorry about the noise. But they don't pursue the truth because they think they are the truth. They have the truth. And they will twist and shape the facts to suit their point of view no matter what. So, you know, that's sort of my introduction to it and my experience with it. Um, the other thing is, is that narcissists are also very, usually one of two things, three things, well, one of three things can happen with a narcissist is that when you confront them, they're going to be deeply offended. If they're not offended, they could end up going into a rage. That's number two. Or number three, they will gaslight you and say that it didn't happen, which I think of that as justified lying. They justify their lying to say it didn't happen. Uh, we, we call it gaslighting today, but in my mind it's just, it's just a lie. And they just don't have the boundaries because, you know, they just, they'll just do things because they feel like it. <clears throat> so when you're dealing with a narcissist and people that um, are, have narcissistic tendencies or might be a card carrying member uh, you know, a card-carrying narcissist. <clears throat> you know, they they share inappropriate information about you with other people. <clears throat> it's to totally inappropriate. You know, they might ask probing questions, you know, about you or of you or share information about you, everything, anything from your sex life to you smoke too much to you drink too much to you talk too much to 
who knows? It, it, it's all everything's fair game, and they totally see this as their right. <clears throat> and if you try to stop them from doing it, they're gonna feel very feel thwarted, and they're gonna feel angry because you they think that you're trying to impose your will on uh, on in, to impose unnatural and unreasonable boundaries. Because you see, a narcissist hates boundaries. They feel they're being attacked. When we place boundaries on a narcissist in their life, they feel attacked. And it could actually put them into a rage. And actually, <clears throat> there are narcissists that are actually dangerous when they're in a rage. So what I'd like to do now is share something Amethyst wrote about narcissists and families. And what, I, what I'm going to do is do my best to read it. And hopefully it's not too boring, but hopefully you find it, I find it really interesting what she wrote here. This is based on her experience and having done some research and reading and something we've both experienced in our lives. It's titled Narcissistic Family. You can find it at amydixon.com. It's A-M-E-E-D-I-C-K-S-O-N.com. It's called Narcissistic Family. And I think it really provides some really valuable information because the narcissist says, is screaming, imagine them, you know, uh, they've got, tam they've got um, uh, tambourines in their hand, they're bashing them together, pay attention to me, look at me, pay, give me attention. That's the narcissist. So I'll just read Amy's article here. Narcissistic family. When we are in touch with our narcissistic family, there's an existential loneliness in being in contact with them. The real us can never connect with them because they don't want to know the real us and it's not safe to be vulnerable with them. There is no win-win situation that can ever play out. It's difficult to put a boundary in place because they feel that they're being attacked, but also disagreeing with them is tantamount to them feeling grievously injured and they can go into a rage. This is where they feign being a professional victim, crying, gaslighting when they're challenged. If, if they don't get our likes and, and instead get, if they don't get their likes and, and hero cookies instead of booze and get challenged, they cry, tiger, tiger, help, help. It's just another ploy of the narcissist to get the supply of kudos. And when they don't get it, they go into a meltdown. They have a temper tantrum. These are high conflict people who turn others into a target of blame and they will discredit and attack you. So they lure you with uh, content whereby they feel justified and they challenge you to say differently. Then when you do, they're offended and become offensive, crying to their friends how their minority rights, uh, their rights to, to hatred, that they're being slammed. This, this, uh, Amy didn't write this. This is Greg's comment now. Like, the, like they literally set you up in a trap. They will literally think ahead, begin a conversation, and set up a word trap for you and bait you, and then if you bite on it, then they're gonna be wronged and, 
and be all upset. I've, I've witnessed that, I've seen it, I've experienced it numerous times. It's not, it's not pleasant. So back to Amy's article. Now, three characteristics of these types of high con conflict personalities, of which a narcissistic personality disorder is one of them, is interpersonal dysfunction. They create repeated problems in relationships by attacking others, withdrawing from them, exacting revenge, or expressing extreme anger. And they also lack social awareness. They are oblivious to how they create many of their own problems with other people. And they lack the ability to change. They rarely change what they do no matter how much trouble it causes themselves or others. And they don't think they have a problem. They think their problems fall from the sky like rain, like we're all the source of their problems. Here's an interesting statistic. 15% of people could have a personality disorder. That means approximately one out of every seven people you know or meet could have a personality disorder. And in, this, in the book, High Conflict Personality, he details out there are five types of high conflict personalities. Two of them can get violence. That's why it's important to be able to identify them and stay away from them and triggering their dysfunction. Now, the price of stepping off of such relationships would involve letting go of the hope that it can ever be fixed. When we decide to move on, the reward is freedom, peace, and energy to do things for ourselves. We release any attachment or desire about them being a family and that getting along or and that they will be emotionally supportive and interested in us. We are giving up the wish that things could be different. And we are, in a sense, um, giving, a, giving way to a life of martyrdom and being a scapegoat to people who feel threatened by the, e by the idea that you even exist. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've heard this of narcissists, you know, this is Greg's comments now, of how narcissists just it can be threatened by someone's existence. It seems so bizarre, but it's true. And so, you know, when it comes to the narcissist, you know, it's the, you know, I, I want to get practical here. The best defense against a narcissist is an offensive game plan. Now, what I mean by that is the best defense you have is to be absolutely crystal clear and develop, let's call it a personal code of sorts. And your personal code is made up of your morals, your ethics, your values, your beliefs, and principles that you trust. Principles like gravity, principles like cause and effect, um, principles like sowing and reaping, whatever, whatever that is. The best defense you have is self-awareness. The best defense you have against a narcissist is to be the observer. Try not to let them trigger you and manipulate you. And the moment that you begin to think, wow, did that even happen? Or you begin to feel 
doubt yourself. You have doubt and you begin to question what really happened. You're probably been victimized by a narcissist that's gaslighted you. So this has gone a little bit longer, a little bit more freewheeling. I've given you a taste of some of Amethyst, art, uh, her articles and what she was sharing and what she developed. But the narcissist is, is puzzling because the narcissist is also very charismatic. They're very skilled at working with people and dealing with people and manipulating people. And they're so, they're, they're like you and me, they're average everyday people. And they show up and they put their pants on one leg at a time. They have hopes and dreams like everyone else, except the way they go about it is very manipulative, controlling, and sometimes even dangerous. So if you'd like to learn more, uh, you can go to amydixon.com. That's uh, my wife's website. And you can, in the search bar, type in narcissistic. And you'll get, you know, three, three articles, one of which I, I read to you here. But again, remember, the narcissist avoids responsibility and accountability at all costs. They really don't want self-awareness is not their thing. A narcissist is probably not self-aware. They're self-involved. There's no question about that. They're, 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 they'll avoid accountability. They'll avoid responsibility. And they're just so good at turning the tables, turning it around, making it all about you. And they'll also set up, set you up with, tra trap you and catch you in your words. And, you know, when you find yourself doubting yourself, questioning what actually happened, did that actually happen? You've probably been in, in communication, in contact with a narcissist because they will twist and shape the facts to suit their point of view. Because remember, they are the truth. They don't have to seek the truth, they know it. And if you don't believe them, if you don't believe them, they're gonna make you believe it. So this is Greg Dixon uh, on behalf of uh, my co-founder and wife, Amy Dixon, Amethyst Dixon. You can find us at lifeorgami.com. You can find us at Life Origami on Facebook and Twitter and at anchor.com slash life hyphen origami. Namaste.